This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Forever. First choice is a big old bus. You turn around and boom, you end up with us. Our number is 213-536-9180. That Our felt email- like, hold on, that felt like, you know, remember back in the day when you used to fly on airplanes? Yeah, I miss that. And you're like going along and then all of a sudden they floor it on the runway to take off. You know, it's like you're like cruising. And then all of a sudden they're like, Zing! Yeah. Is that, that how that sounded to you? You singing the phone number sounded to me. I hope people um, keep calling. Actually, we have a lot of phone calls I'm very excited to get to today. I interrupted your intro. I'm sorry. Hi, you sloppy, stupid little flex, you nasty little flex. Our email oh. is at sloppy seconds pod at gmail.com. Now on with the show. Why? Why are you being? That's because you know what? It's because it's a Sunday at six p.m., baby, <laughs> and these episodes do whatever they want. I was on a wonderful podcast last evening. Oh yeah, with Tim Murray, where we were supposed to just just discuss Wicked, and then I, of course, you can't. I, I realize I just do whatever I want. I realize I am not good on other people's podcasts because I will just derail every comment. I think it's my ADD because I kept, he would ask me a question and I would talk about 10 million things. I would end up talking about Amanda Bynes somehow and then be like, <laughs> oh yes, I do think Ariana would be a good Alphaba, but I think she would be a better Glinda. Galinda. Galinda. Well, no, Glinda. I mean, she changes it at the end. I mean, Gullinda. anyway, so go listen to Slumber Party with Tim Murray. Our episode oh, yeah. is wild. And were you in drag? Because didn't he film I was for, oh. Yeah. Um, I wanted to say that i think you derail podcasts because you're a big fan of ti and you really like that song you could do whatever you like (laughs) i see now that is a song reference that i do understand oh okay very nice now before we started this we were just talking about how wonderful it is to see that we're on so many people's like top played podcasts. Oh yeah, that is shocking to me, especially the one person out there who listened to seven episodes in <laughs> one day, and to the person that listened to eight thousand minutes in of a of us in a day. I don't know the math on that. Seek help. <laughs> Betterhelp.com slash sloppy. I feel There's like not even eight thousand minutes in a day. What am I talking about? Honestly, when I was, um, like, sometimes at the end of a day, if I've been on, like, a a number of Zoom calls or we've had to record a podcast or, like, I've interacted with a lot of people and sort of heard my voice all day, I look in the mirror and I'm just like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) And so the fact that people binge listen to us all day is, like, sort of, um... 
it it's sort of like invigorating. It's like, oh, okay, we're we're doing a show over here that people enjoy. I love that. Yeah, it's shocking to see who who else was on the other list too is really funny. Well, and yeah, because it's because like, you're all it's... fucking fags. Okay, you're all gay. <laughs> no, because the lists that we're on are like either shows I'm producing, shows that your best friends host, or <laughs> sh- shows that we've all guested on. And it's like okay, we're just like we're all just... sort of on a loop in each other's brains. That's like that thing that someone said about digital drag when they were like, "All right, who's doing another show so we can pass the same five dollars back and forth." I just <laughs> I just did that with Matt Barracuda the other night because um this past weekend on Saturday night I judged um a bulge contest uh at the Barracuda girl the Barracuda parties. Yeah, so it's Honey. not two people jerking off one of them wearing your merch. <laughs> I like got on I got on the Zoom call and I start like looking through and when you first look through it says like four pages and then it was like I was like, show everybody. And it was 16 pages I had to tab through of people. And, you know, a small percentage of them have their videos on. And then a bunch of other people are just lurking. Um, And so, like, I was like, you know what? I'm going to turn my video on, but I'm just going to lurk. And I was just, like, clicking through. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, those guys are, oh, they're sitting on the couch jerking off. Oh, that guy's wearing my Chunkita shirt. Okay, very nice. An iconic shirt. Yeah. And so, I don't know, it was really fun. The guy who, um, excuse me, one of the guys who won the um, uh, bulge contest, he pulled his full dick out and then proceeded to suck on it himself. And he got about four inches down on the dick. How was he seated? Was he seated he was or in was an he office laying chair. on his back? On an office chair. He was like in an office chair with the camera like right in front of his crotch. He was doing the good old Lee Dawson slapping your cock on your hand. He was doing that the whole time. I just call it. I've never seen Lee do that. I just imagine him doing no, it. No, he doesn't do that on his OnlyFans. <laughs> oh, you've seen He barely it. even jerks off. Uh, oh, she does the uh, the research. Listen, here's what I will say. If you are a friend of mine and you have an OnlyFans, I have at least paid for one month of it. I have at least, I like to support artists. Uh, and yeah, I also like just, to lurk. Like I just, just like to see what everyone sticks up to. I just want to see what the dick's doing. Yeah. Anyway, so this with... yeah, this person was he was like slapping his dick and waving it around and doing all these things. And then when we like spot lit him for the bulge contest, he just bent over and he started tonguing and sucking. And I was like, you. And then he got far down. I mean, it was it. I I feel confident in saying. It was like eleven or twelve inches of dick. It was so much dick. That's too much dick. <laughs> Slow exhale. Ooh, Wait, so did you enjoy yourself on my Growler live stream? I had a wonderful time. <laughs> Wasn't on it that fun? Growler. It was really fun because it was just us doing this, but like interacting with people uh, directly, which we don't often do. Right, and the cool thing about so they updated Growler, and there's like, I was shocked at how like new and more uh, I don't know intuitive it is. Well, it used it's to be also a real jumpy app. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's also on the live chat, which was like their big thing, which is why I'm doing these live streams. Is we're like promoting. The I will live be doing function. one on December twenty fourth. Oh, so you're welcome for the job. I'm. I got a job now. Thank you so much. I said I want to audition you over here. Then I'm going to give you your own job. Yeah. So everyone, everyone can find Meatball on Grounder and ask her if she has a pussy. 
Yes, please do. <laughs> tell Answer me about your now. Tell me about your push. Let me know about your push. So, um, Candy Muse News. There seems to be a new catchphrase on the block from Candy Muse, and it's purr, 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 purr. When did she do that? We did that last week. That's purr. I know we've been doing it for a while, but uh, Candy Muse has now uh, done it in so many of her Instagram lives and Instagram stories that she's really trying to make it a thing. So look out for new merch. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't she have a lisp? So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I'm not going to talk about. I'm not here to talk about her. That's an R and a a TH sound. I'm spitting so much. Listen, in my mic. okay. So um, th- that's all for Kenny News News. Okay. And what I was gonna say about Growler is now on there you like um you know, you like put some money in your, you know, like through your iTunes account or whatever, uh, your app store account, and then you give you can give these little gifts. And so while Meatball and I were talking, all these like cartoon animals started popping up. And the, the- deal is you you like they have versus battles so like you and i could do a versus on live and whoever gets more gifts while we're talking in a two minute period wins the versus battle and then you have like stats you have stats on growler now when it comes to live so it's like how many likes how many views how many diamonds how many gifts how many verses you've won there's like a whole thing and people are so into it it's really cool i mean i feel like it's thriving more than it's ever gonna thrive uh uh or would have thrived how do you say thrive in the past thriven thriven yes it's thriving now it's thriving more now than it would have ever thriven in the past Thriven sounds like a like a a name that a white mom would give their baby. Like Thriven, come here. (laughs) Thriven, because everyone's at home is the end of my sentence. Um, Thriven Constable the Third. When you said versus, it reminded me of two things. One, when Wendy Williams called it Versus. Versus, love Versus. Two, would you be the Monica or the Brandy if we had a versus? In reality, I would be the Brandy because I don't know that I would like come like I would sort of just like let whatever happened happen. But I want to be the Monica. I want to be the Monica. Monica punched Brandy (laughs) backstage and then they went on national TV and sang The Boy Is Mine. Like her face was fresh from a punch. And what's amazing about it is that like. The punch happens. Meanwhile, there's a classical harp solo happening on stage. You know how that the song starts? The boy no. is mine. It's a harp. Oh, it's like a harp. Yeah, you know how many terrible drag queens I've seen try to do the boy is mine without any rehearsal? They're just like, I'm Monica, you're Brandy. Let's do it. Like, the tips are still hot tonight, baby. Let's get out there. Well, and it's also very much like, yeah, I'm sure we know the words. And everyone goes like, it's Excuse me, can I talk to you for a second? And then no one knows anything else. <laughs> Excuse me, can I talk Excuse to you? Excuse me, can I talk to you for a second? All right, oh let's take a goodness. quick break. Yes, we let's take a break. Right
Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. When my fridge is stocked with Factor Meals, I'm like... Oh, baby, I don't have to think about this. Mm-hmm. Like, it is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm-hmm. Very cool that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of ma- pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. And I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this so is yeah. like, you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon shrimp truffle butter broccolini and asparagus and factor meals eliminate the hassle of prepping cooking or cleaning up all you got to do is heat up and savor the good stuff customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle and we're celebrating earth day all month long with factor look out for the earth month eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals head to factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 and use code sloppy seconds 50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code sloppy seconds 50 at factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. That was fun. Excuse me, can I talk to you for a second? About BetterHelp? No, I want to talk to you about this podcast. Um, God, what were we talking about right before Brandy and Monica? Oh, the Wendy Williams biopic. Are you excited? I'm literally so excited when I saw that. Also, I'm a little bit upset because it, uh, you know, a Lifetime movie, they'll take uh, liberties with the story. Yeah, but she is the executive producer. But she's the executive producer, so we're not even going to get like the other side of the story. We're not going to hear about. I mean, I know they talk about how she's, like, addicted to cocaine in it or whatever, and that's why she passed out while she was in the Statue of Liberty costume, which I have another question about. Why wouldn't they just get the costume that she actually wore? (laughs) Why would they recreate it? Like, Wendy's here. Let's just go into her closet. Girl, probably had cocaine sweats all over it. But I mean, this is no, a, this I is know. not going to be this the, is why. the crown level. She sold level it on of... eBay. She sold it on eBay moments after it happened. Probably it was... made fifty thousand dollars. Or she just like returned it to the costume house that she rented. Spirit, it from. the Spirit costume Halloween house store. in L.A. Can I say? Can you be less difficult to work with, please? Oh, okay. Um, and that's all I have to say about that. And that's all I've got to say on 
that. Um, hey, so do you remember or do you know who um, uh, Sola is from previously yes! from the Bon Appetit test? Yes, and now she's on binging with Babiche. Can you tell me what binging with Babiche is? Because literally, for the in the last twenty four hour period, I've watched many episodes of her new Are show. Are you just now getting into binging with Babiche? Well, I never know what that is, but I started watching like Sola. solo videos. She's the most interesting person in the world with the Bon Appetit whole scenario, and then I was like. Then I wanted to see what she was up to now. And then I was like, oh, she's on this YouTube channel. And I'll say this and then I'll let you explain. It's interesting because this ties into so many things that you and I talk about. She hates that guy. Or mostly, well, I feel like she hates that guy. And I feel like next to her, everyone is like, I hate that guy. Just let this be the solo show. Like, why does she have to like check in with the white man at the end to be like, do you like the food I made? That feels like a little... Well, that's kind of what was happening at the Bon Appetit ones, too. They would always be like, let's check in. But she was also getting really taken advantage of over at Bon Appetit. Well, so this is is the whole thing, is that Bon Appetit is a condonast. It's a high-profile magazine from a big company. So you're... um, So you know it takes at least a month to get your check from them. But also, like, the clout of, like, yes, I work in the test kitchen there regardless of what you're getting paid versus girl she's got to do uh the ads like we have to do like as an independent production you work directly with the sponsors they're Mm -hmm. not running so like she's doing the ads at the top of her video i bet you she makes so much more money on this new youtube channel with her own show and so i just find that fascinating because it feels like oh if you're co-signed by a larger company like the success is bigger and the checks are bigger, but in actuality, if it's you do it for same. yourself. So, anyways, tell me about binging with Bebby. No, but what I what I mean, you're hitting the nail on the head. Was that she Ooh. was working over at Condé Nast? She was supposed to be getting all this money. Some of the other chefs, the white chefs there, were getting ten thousand dollars an episode, and she was getting like pennies. And it just kind of played into the whole. Well, I operate. remember that whole scandal, and oh, there yeah, was. Yeah. There was nuance to it in that, like, these other people started the channel and, like, they built all this stuff. But what the problem was is the moment she started clearly being a breakout star, they didn't compensate her as such. You know what I mean? Correct. It's, like, it's totally, I think, I think, here's what I think. It's totally fine to have a little bit of income disparity in an organization where some people are more established or bring in bigger audiences. But when other people then grow or adjust or change, the money has to change too. You can't keep someone at $300 when another person is making 10 grand. Yeah. That's insane. And Babish got his start because he just started making YouTube videos that were kind of ASMR-y. No face. It was just his chest and like the food. And he would make meals from movies and TV shows. And he now has what? All those kitchens and stuff? He it has seems like, like a they have full a whole workshop. He has a whole workshop and studio in in Brooklyn, I'm assuming. But he started just in his home kitchen and then he like had a kitchen and a house that he was sharing with it. Anyway, he has a full studio now. So he's making tons of money. I mean, he gets millions of views. And if we've learned anything from our Lord and Savior Trisha Paytas, it's that you don't really need that many views. You just need to keep making content and they need to be long and that's they need the other to be thing over the 30 youtube minutes. content you got to do long vids long vids all the time you got to publish very regularly 
because it's you'll... less about how many views you get. You can get a hundred thousand, and that's a lot of views, but not for like a million subscriber YouTuber. As long as they get like thirty thousand views on every video, they're fine. And because it's about sustained watch time. And Trisha will sit there and eat in her car, and people will watch to the end. The crazy thing about Trisha, and, and I have done this because let's of you. Not talk about. So the why not? No, let's do it. I love. I'm that. into it now. The uh, so I guess to to put a button on. I bet with Sola. I bet that he reached out to her and was like, "I want to give you my own show. We're going to leverage my audience, which his audience is bigger than Bon Appetit's YouTube channel. Yes. Uh, and I'll just give you like ownership over it, or we'll do the ad. They but pr- he, he didn't probably give just her did- any ownership, and that's the one thing I don't like. Is that why can't she just have her own show on his channel? I Why think in he... his mind, he's like, Peep, I built this and people are here for me. So I'll be here for the start and finish. I bet you in six months, he won't even appear on her videos. Or he, he'll he force his way in because he knows that she's he the He knows that she's... Star. And that's what it feels more like, is like, she's always... If you watch one of these videos, you can see that she's kind of annoyed with them. I think the same thing! I can, I feel that tension and I don't say anything, but I'm like, he, she... You don't say anything to who? To her and him? To her. Oh, I, I haven't sent a message. <laughs> but I will one day. Well, it was the same with, um, what was that podcast I used to love? My Favorite Murder. I could tell that those two girls hated, like, despised each other. Apparently they're fine now. But there was times where, like, I was like, these two bitches hate each other. And then in a later podcast, they were like, so we went to therapy together. <gasps> and I was like... If me and Dipper had a podcast and we were fighting so much that we had to go to therapy together, that podcast would not exist. Either. Yeah, you would be done. I would I hold would on just to like, it forever. It's over. You, <laughs> would be done. you would just replace me. Um, but uh, I will say this, and uh, then we're going to get into some voicemails. But I will say, the Trisha Paytas, I used to be like, what the hell is going on? Then I used to be really interested and I would look at it. And then lastly, the most recent like thing is like... I'm team Trish now. I'm like watching the videos and I'm like, yes, drink your celery juice every day. I hope your skin clears up. Yes. Do your emo band. Shout out to you having a Jewish boyfriend. And yes, you bought your home. Good for you. Like, but she, I think is like, has a a personality disorder, right? I I don't want to diagnose anybody, but there's clearly there's some sort of issue. You don't want to diagnose anybody? She got something going on. She has attachment <laughs> issues. She has issues with men. She has she has something going on. I guess the thing that I really admire about a person like her, but it's also something that I find challenging. That's and I would fun love about me. Listen, I would love to have her on the show and have this conversation. Oh, for she sure. would never come on our podcast because we're so small time compared to what yeah, she does. Yeah, she's literally. Um, but I would love to have this conversation, which is like she says things with such certainty that completely change within an hour, 24 hours, a year. Like, I feel like she can be like, the thing that I do is this. And then be like, yeah, I used to think that I did that, but now I do that. And and in day-to-day life and actually interacting with people, I find that very frustrating because you never quite know what's going on. But as a viewer of her, I'm obsessed with the fact that she's like, I only ever wear Chanel purses. And then two weeks later, she's Here's like- Here's my Louis Vuitton haul. Louis Vuitton makes the best bags that exist. And you're like, wait, you literally but made I a video that's- But I think that she says, has, that's a learned thing for her, that she speaks in um, definites, that she only, like, and it's always excessive because- 
that's how she's gotten views on YouTube. And I don't think she's probably, I probably don't think she's like that in real life. She seems like very chill in real life. Yeah. But I think that she knows that she is an internet troll. She has to say certain things and do certain things to keep up the money train. This also, is my favorite. My favorite thing is she eats on, on YouTube. Um, the videos feel mostly unedited. They're slightly edited. She eats on YouTube, and every time she starts a new video, she goes, Hi, guys. As you know, I always take my first bite on TikTok. So, yes! so she's like, <laughs> I got this. Um, oh, she'll open it in a bite's missing. She's like, You know, I take my first bite on TikTok, so go over to TikTok. Like, she integrates. <laughs> she always talks when she's on her podcast, she talks about her YouTube and her TikTok. And when she's on TikTok, like, she forces you to watch it all, and I Honey. will consume it all. We cannot let this become a Trisha Paytas stand podcast. So I, it's all we've I, talked about for three weeks. I'm okay. okay. We can ask my friend. My friend uh, Donnell uh, told me today. He's an avid listener. He said, oh, I got to send you something. I was like, what? He was like, um, I have a list of notes about the show. So he's going to s- send an email with, he says, he says, I have comments about the stairs episode. Uh, I've got something to say about this. I've got something to say about that. And he was like, I even included a little fuck talk story at the end. So we're going to get some uh, feedback from one of my Here's what friends. I don't like about fearless feedback. <laughs> <laughs> it's that a lot of us, when listening back to the episodes, don't like our behavior in the moment. <laughs> but I live moment to moment. A lot of us? And I know of, it's just... Oh, I'm speaking for myself and Trisha Paytas. No, what I will say is that I have said... <laughs> I speak definite. I have said a lot of things on this podcast I do regret, much like Trisha Paytas. But I will not re- apologize. Well, let's take a quick break so you can uh, make amends. And we will be back with some uh, fuck talk letters. Uh, Vista Print, you tried to screw me. bottomed out in the mic is that something that they say i don't know the terminology bottomed out and you're holding i'm not jinx did you see mariah carey ariana grande and jennifer hudson jennifer hudson sing that song together and jennifer hudson did not know her words what was that about and why wasn't there a second take it seemed so easy and they did it it was a close-up on her when she sort of wasn't, didn't quite pick up the lip sync. It felt yeah, shady. Yeah, I was just kind of like, it felt shady. And it was like, what? You brought her, brought her here so that she wouldn't do the whistle tone? Girl, on the audio, if you just listen to the track, it is a bippity boppity. Well, no, of course bop. it is. And everyone knows that it is a lip sync. Like, they're not singing live. So why would they do that? Why would they do that to her? Jennifer Hudson, a national treasure. All right, we've got a voicemail. A voicemail. I sang so much Broadway. I went downtown today, which may suggest not going downtown. to the fashion. And, and so, um, and I just sang Broadway songs in my car the whole way on the highway. And then I forgot when I got into downtown that like my singing voice when I'm full blast is bigger than the car. Like it reaches the sidewalk. And I was just down there screaming, belting, like wrong notes, just living my fantasy. And um, these two people looked into my car while I was literally screaming Diva's Lament from uh, the Monty Python musical. And they were like, 
It was very embarrassing. Anyway, continue. What is the Monty Python musical called? Shipwrecked? No. Uh, uh, a Holy Grail. Lancelot? Something about the Grail. Because I was singing Find Your Grail, and then I was also singing It's About Lancelot. Because um, Clay Aikton was in that. Someone told me to just, everybody, just go look at Clay Aiken's Instagram. <laughs> if I'm I not going to say anything else, but just go look at it and just, there's a lot going on there. There's a if lot I ever together. get to host a legit-ass talk show, I, I, I don't know if people notice this, but I often mispronounce words, but on purpose. And I yes. do little things like, you know, it's been funny to me since I was 12 to say specifically instead of specifically. Yeah. Uh, you know, and like when I call you meatballs and add a little S on it. Well, you do a little sauce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like if I ever got a talk show, I would just love to be like, Reese's Witherspoon is here and like act like it didn't happen, but you... just always say someone's name slightly wrong. I think you would be great on like an Eric Andre style thing where you just get yeah. to like go ham. Shaquille well, we O'Neal's. Could, we could co-host that together. <laughs> Oh yeah, so if you're uh if you like to develop talk shows, oh sloppy seconds the live action television talk show. Live action, baby. You mean it would be us walking around. Maybe we could book Sola to teach us how to cook. Maybe we could book uh Nina West to show us how to suck a toe right. Whoop <laughs> Whoop whoop ooh, Uh ooh. What, uh so this voicemail is entitled Our Advice Worked. Let's listen. I can't hear it. Oh, I can't hear it. Oh, no. Hey, this is Lucas again. I'm just coming back to report um, success from what you guys had told me earlier. Um, or maybe not. I'm not sure. I talked Wait, about did we already how, do this uh, one? No. Who's Lucas? Okay. He, on an earlier podcast, had called in about something. And then we Well, obviously. <laughs> but what was the thing? I don't know. I, I these I've pulled these from months ago. I, I titled them... Y'all, they bought did me a it, nice mic, and I'm doing my best to destroy it. Now, did it fall uh, into liquid? No, but it was this close. Um, I don't know. I don't remember. Our All right, let's hear what he's going to say. At quarantine holes, where it just, uh, I was very nervous about taking any dick. So what I did was I just went uh, with smaller dicks this time, and bloop, right in, perfect. Uh, did not have to use any sort of training. Uh, but I can work my way up by finding men with gradually larger sizes. All right. Uh, thank you so much. Bye. Okay. He was the one who was asking because quarantine had started, his dick or his hole was tight. What his to hole do? was going to close up. And like, we after eventually... you get your ears pierced at Claire's. Yeah, baby. Ooh. I knew girls that got their nose pierced at Claire's and I got infected. Now, what we told him to do was to start with something small and work his way up. And he did. And he loves it. And. I also love an equal opportunity booty hole. Equal opportunity booty, booty hole. hole. <laughs> okay, well, this next one is titled, People Think We're Fighting. People do think that we fight. Let's listen here. Hey, you big sloppy dirty fucks. It's me again. Okay, let's stop. <laughs> she came in hot. So hot. Now I understand what our guests feel like when right? they. <laughs> also, also, you hear the they said it's me again. So I'm curious how many voicemails they've left. Let's let's go back in. Hey, 
I'm just calling to let you know that I heard on your recent podcast that there's maybe a demographic of people who really appreciate uh, meatball yes. and don't like Big Dipper. Yes. And I just want to say that I thoroughly enjoy both of you. Oh, okay. Keep doing what the fuck you're doing. Keep being sloppy. Keep gently arguing on the podcast. Uh, and keep doing it together because I fucking love you. Don't let anybody bring you down and you're fabulous. Well, bye. Okay, motivational speaking. I think we needed that today. Now, here's the thing is, I, I, I've come across some comments on a Reddit and um, some stuff that people think that we don't like each other. No, that's not true. We're actually learning. We're actually, I feel like we're liking each other more and more. As yeah. Because we're, we were just I talking about this. I appreciate you more every time. That we're we becoming, um, we're, we're, we're coming up on our 100th episode of Sloppy Seconds, which is. Yeah so wild to think about and i think like i like doing it more and more and i look forward to the things we will be able to do once uh enough people take the vaccine like the idea of doing a live show with you oh yeah and this is today is our one year anniversary of our first live show on sloppy our first sloppy seconds live show i guess not because that would have been thanksgiving (laughs) or was it christmas when When we were at the lyric hyperion that was like, well, someone posted a thing saying it was one year on Instagram. One year? You know we're three months away from being in a one year of this quarantine. <sighs> anyway, next call. See that call really brought us up, and then I said, "Nope, too good. <laughs> Feeling too good. Let me drag us all the way down." Okay, this will be our last one today. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Ah, hey guys, here. this one's a story and also, I guess, a question. Um, I one time went to hook up with this guy when I was younger, and everything seemed normal. We met on an app, and then when I got to his house, it seemed like he probably was deaf or hearing impaired, um, because he would only communicate with me via text message or like app message when I was at his house and to the moment he has never told me that he was hearing impaired or deaf and has never spoken out loud to me but he definitely made some sounds that felt very hearing impaired so I guess my question it it was kind of awkward and it felt super weird when I was there um sex was great everything was great I guess but my question for you guys is like do you think he should have said something is that something you should disclose I don't know. Anyway, I love you guys. The show is great. Thanks so much for doing what you do. Uh, have a good day. See you later. Well, what do you think about this? Because my answer is like, I... Go ahead. What do you think about this? Because didn't you blow a guy at a pool who is deaf and then you didn't know he was deaf until later? Y- yes. But... How did you... How, but was but we were cruising each other and we didn't That's talk. different from a premeditated... It's also different from you're at their house and they're messaging you rather than Here's talking the thing to is, you. So literally, why didn't you go, wait, why aren't you speaking uh, why to Why aren't me? you talking are, to me? Do you, are you deaf? But also, I mean, I'm not trying to blame the deaf person if they're deaf, but like, just do what every Lyft or Uber does and is like, hey, I'm deaf, so you're going to need to message me. Like, I just... So part of me thinks that, um, not to be shady, but part of me thinks that the person who called in, like, didn't read it on their profile. 
Like, part of me thinks it's just, like, on the profiles, like, my name's Damien, I'm 26, I the, am hearing impaired, like, let's fuck, here's my dick. But don't you think the on the call would have said, like, and then I went back to our, uh, whatever app we were on. Girl, I don't know, said. but whoever just called in, all you need to do is say, why are you texting me instead of talking? Are you deaf or hearing impaired? Cause or I would have been like, is there someone else in the room, that you don't, <laughs> in the house that you don't want us to know? Right. So, yeah, it's interesting, but I just feel like uh, if you have a question, ask the question. All right, well, those were the three calls I pulled. I can pull one more. No, those this are great. All short. No, this is great. I wanted to talk to you about um, Fist Giving, which you can buy at sloppysecondstickets.com. That's sloppy seconds tickets. Yeah, that's right. Um, and we have some great guests to end out our uh, uh, 2020 with, plus a fun uh, surprise on our 100th episode. And some other things are happening uh, this week and next week. So, you know, just just stay tuned, divas. And uh, if you're on Growler, you should check me out tonight. I'm doing another stream. I'm doing them every Tuesday. Uh yeah. And they're fun. I, I, yeah, they're fun. I had a good time. It's a, it's very much, I like the interface of it. And it was more of a show and you're talking and there's like a community of people. It's not like everyone's on there looking for dick. Although some of them are. And that's lovely Everybody's too. looking for dick somewhere. We didn't remember when we made that guy like- change his name because it was like mask hung eight. And then he changed it to ginger hung eight. Yes. Because we were and like, then- no more mask. Wait, and then I saw him on on live with someone else, and I took a screenshot of him talking with that other person because he looked so different. Maybe I don't have it. Did he open his pics for me? He opened his pics for me, girl. Well, hold him up to the screen. No, he clo- he has since closed them. Oh, this is what I wanted he to show. He has since closed them. He like opened them and then he was and then I looked at them and I was like, "Okay, I see why you you're called hung 8." Uh and then he closed them and he wrote, "Oops, sorry." And then he changed his name. I want you to look at this video. He deleted his account. Girl, well, did you look up his new name Ginge Ginge Hung 8? No, I didn't. Yeah, look that up. Who is that? That was Ken. Uh, that was sorry. That was Monique <laughs> laughing no. at you. Okay. Yeah. Thoughts on this video? Oh my god. Okay. So what I am seeing is I think an ex, a former podcast guest. Yes. Um, Christopher Weston. That's yes. His name? Uh, he's got some long things attached to his nipples. They're something surgical that, clamps. Oh, surgical clamps on his nipples. And he is jumping up and down. He has something in his mouth. And there is a... I don't know what is in his mouth. Is that poppers? What's in his mouth? It looks like... He's chewing on something. And his penis is in a p- black plastic cage. penis cage. And he's jumping up and down with like four surgical clamps on his nipples. Girl, this might be OnlyFans content he texted me. I'm going on his podcast. He he texted you? Well, he does does this podcast with his pup called What's the Safe Word? Yes, What's the Safe Word. 
And um, I think I'm going on their show soon. And he was like, what do you want to talk about? And I was like, I want to talk about nipples. And then he sent me that video. Are you into nipples now? No, I want to. Can I? Okay. I just want to grow my nipples. You know. Don't you have to get those little suction thingies? You know how I want them to look. I want to look like those dads. Do you? Not not in, in an insane way, but just in a way where they're like a noticeable feature of my titties. So how do you go about doing that? You just got to do the suction thing? That's what I said I wanted to talk to him about. I need some guidance. But I think you have to like play with them, which is tricky for me because they don't really um, do much for me. So Maybe aesthetically, you gotta ice them down first. aesthetically, I want the look, but it's not, you know, I think if I touch them and I was like, oh, that feels good. <laughs> Sorry, this is getting really intense. If I touch them and I was like, oh, that feels good, I would keep going. Yeah. But right now they don't really do anything, but I want them to be more of a prominent feature. So I think I oop, I think I have to do some suction cups and then I got to like I got to get one of those pumps that's like target the hiccups. Oh my goodness. I heard that that mic is good. <laughs> Was that from the network? <laughs> do you want to take us out on a high note? Here? Oh, um Thanks for listening to this episode of Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball. I'm Big Dipper. That's Meatball. You can find us on Instagram at Big Dipper Jelly and Spiciest Meatball. I'm on Twitter as Fat Drag Meatball. Our number is 213 513 9180. And you can listen to email at to listen to Sloppy Seconds ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media. Mom! Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Mixed and mastered by William Pitt. Executive produced by Will and Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our artwork is drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.